Welcome to The Adventures of a Rogue Trader and His Motley Crew. This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast set in the 41st millennium from Warhammer. If you're not familiar with Warhammer or Dungeons and Dragons, don't worry. All you need to know is that the players will be rolling dice that are usually numbered from 1 to 20 whenever I, Richard, the Dungeon Master, give them a task to do. They will have modifiers to this based on their skill set and Basically, 20 is really, really good, 1 is terrible, and 10 is average. And that's all you need to know. Welcome to the show. Yes. <laughs> so, here we are. Uh, first adventure, Aurelius and his motley crew as they explore the galaxy of the 41st millennium. If you'd all like to introduce yourselves, then we can begin. Uh, I am Wootston uh, Aurelius Atreides, a road trader leader, captain of this band of ragamuffins. Uh, yeah. Uh. I am Olin, Lazy Eye Stenson. From the bad horse. <laughs> this is uh, Avenge My Family. Vigilance! <laughs> I have Skagnar Scrat, Crute Barbarian, from the fighting pit, ready to face my death. I am Zarel Xanthor, one of Lupus Fallen Angels. Okay. So. As we open the story, you've all just received a message through your astropath that there is some dark forces emerging on a unregistered forge road in a nearby system, and you've started to travel to this area. Along the way, you can ask some questions of the astropath to try and get some more about the situation. Yeah, I, I go up to um, Dicey. After he's um, delivered the message, and we've we've decided to go down there with him. Um, Dice, any? Uh, t- tell me of your vision. What did you see? Well, my lord, as you know, an astropath communicates through dreams with another astropath, and I have been sent a dream by someone of a darkness growing in the heart of a planet. There is not much more that I can say. It was clouded. I fear the forces of of chaos are at work here. I see. Any idea who the sender might have been? Well, uh, I can only assume this forge rod has an astropath, but of course they would have one to communicate. As the message was so weak, I, I would expect that it was just one astropath working alone, not a, not a team working together. Hmm. Would you say that's regular? What do you know about? Um, well... Maybe on an unregistered forge world, that itself is mysterious. Usually a forge world would be, I mean, a planet-wide forge under the sway of the Imperium and have an, an entire astropathic choir. So yeah, I would say it's highly irregular, but given the circumstances of the planet itself, maybe not so suspicious. Thank you, Dicey. What circumstances? Well, the, the circumstances being that it's... Uh, Unregistered planets. Sorry, Scragnar. Um, I, I know little of this planet. As I say, it, 
it shouldn't exist, really. Uh, a forge world unregistered to the Imperium is largely unheard of. And hugely profitable, I'm sure. Ah, uh, yes. What makes you know it's a forge world? Mm. Oh, in, in, question, in the dream, I, I saw many, many hammers producing weapons for the Asartes. Um, I could only deduce that it must be a forge world. See, planet making weapons for the Imperium, who know nothing about it. Suspicious mm. already. Um, as you're having this conversation, a red light begins to blink in front of your Vox Master, Lore. And he turns to you and says, My Lord Aurelius, we picked up a box channel. Patch it through, Lore. You hear the voice of a young woman. My my name is Miri. I I think I'm the only one left alive. We received a message from a nearby forge world, and uh, my sisters and I went to investigate, but something terrible has intercepted us. Uh, Lore, these sisters will be... Yes, describe the beast. Um, uh, uh, I can only hope that you're from the Imperium and coming to help. It's it's, it's something terrible. It hunts from the shadows. Uh, There there were many of them to begin with, but I I don't know how many are left alive. My my sisters managed to kill many of them. Don't worry, Mary. Uh, Patch for your coordinates and we'll uh, come to your aid. Oh, thank, thank the God Emperor. Yes, I will do that immediately and then... Uh, I fear I must be quiet until you arrive. All right, over and out. She patches through the coordinates. Uh, it's a ship um, that seems to have nearly ended orbit around the planet that's your destination. As you break into the system, you can see that its location, and it would be a short diversion to get there. It's basically on your way. Who's the, who's the helmsman of the ship? Craigor, friend from Aurelius's days in the navy, uh, taken up under his. Uh, command when he struck out on his own. Excellent. Well, good. Craigor is a good. Craigor, my good man, pull us alongside that ship. I want to have a look at it before we decide to help. Certainly, my lord. Orin, Scragnar, Zariel, would you care to join me in the dining hall while we uh, pull into it? I imagine we sit down in a finely adorned chamber with some lovely food brought to us. Um, and I'm gonna. What kind of space food do they have? Yeah, where's my, where's my, where's my space <laughs> Well, Aurelius... like military rations. Well, Aurelius being a well-appointed gentleman of the Imperium, um, with access to basically anything he wants, means you can have whatever you want. We've got pheasant, we've got a bit of space gorilla, we've got um, some, some other strange birds and fish from various planets, you know? Some nice vegetables to go on the side, and copious quantities of wine and cigars. Sounds good to me. Oh, and <laughs> I imagine a little Jack bit. Of the... will have the space. <laughs> 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 space <laughs> <laughs> so, so Craigle, um being experienced as your um, helmsman knows exactly how to pull up along this side of the ship to show the great viewing window from your dining room, uh, looking across it clearly. And you see the ship doesn't seem to be in bad repair. Um, the engines are off, which is strange for a ship that would have been heading towards a planet, but otherwise... This is the ship, this is the ship that the lady was on? 
Yeah. Yes, this is the coordinate she were given um, by Mira. What's her deal? Is she like a sister of Pharaoh or what? Yes. Yeah, ship. So you so can. It looks like a battleship, does it? So you can see immediately this is a ship from the Sisters of Battle, um, the warrior nuns of the Imperium, and they have been on on course to help solve this problem. The same one you can only presume as the message that your astrograph received. And um, something's intercepted them and left the ship floating in space. Can we scan it? Uh, well, of course. If Aurelius gives the order. Yes, Aurelius, we should scan this ship in some way. Yes, Maybe I believe you're correct, Olin. Uh, Zuriel, I would also like to hear your thoughts um, on how to proceed in the military matter, whether... Engaging on a ship with a beast that has slaughtered what I can only assume is an entire company of sisters. I should really should have asked for that. Um, whether whether it is prudent for us to come aboard, or whether there are some other military uh, interventions we might be able to take. I think first we should identify what we're fighting to make sure we have the capabilities of taking it down, and what what our uh, what defenses they've used themselves. So that we don't see a similar fate. Excellent. I pressed down on my communicator device. Uh, Corey, box us back through to the sisters, will you? Uh, of course, my lord. Uh, so the vox crackles into life, and you hear Murray's voice saying, "Please, please, I, I need to stay quiet. It, it might find me." Certainly, Miri. Um, a few things before we come aboard. Uh, how many of your, how many of you were upon this ship uh, when you were intercepted? Um, there was two two squads of, of fighting sisters, and uh, you know the the general serfs and runarounds. Uh, as I said, when the, these creatures first arrived, there were many of them, but my sisters killed a lot of them, and I think there's only one left, but. I'm not trained for combat. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. What, 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 what division are you part of then, Miri? I'm a member of the Order Hospilita. Um, we're a non-militant order. We're just here to help warriors when they're injured. Excellent. How many of you are still alive? I, I think it's just me. I push a little button on you, a, on a, on a. My sisters, I, I think they're all dead. Ah, a pity. And, and, and as for supplies, I assume you are carrying supplies still? Um, yes, food, medical supplies, uh, some weaponry, I'm sure. Excellent. I, oh, one second, Mary, and I put down a little mute button on the thing and go, is it worth our trouble? Gagnar will do as he is commanded. That having a healer aboard the ship could be quite advantageous in future expeditions. Yes, I, I'm inclined to agree with you, Zareel. Hmm. I think it's a worthy adventure, and it sounds like there could be chaos demons, so any chance I have to destroy them. Certainly. Then perhaps, um... Oh, one second, how rude of me. Beep! Mirai will be right with you. Um, what whereabouts are you on the ship? I'm in the Medicaid bay, right in the centre. Right in the centre, fantastic. Um, <laughs> right, um, 
Then perhaps a proposition, we hit the medical blade, take everything that's worth any value that's not nailed to the floor, take Miri, blow the ship up. Any objections? No, sir. Awesome. No, sir. Alright, Skagnar, full permission to go absolute ape ship. Skagnar's gonna start, like, basically tense again, kind of, and, like, almost, like, warming up, ready for it <laughs> as soon as they land, in case they see anything. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he eats his face, gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> Finish your gorilla. <laughs> Chomping down on gorilla skull. Yeah. You take out a small boarding craft and uh, pull alongside um, the docking bay of this sister's battleship, and you enter into a small room um, with a door in front of you, okay. and that's all you can see for now. Is, is the power on and stuff? The power is on. Um, you have the choice to go north from here or to the west. Both both doors. Are we see a door. Mm-hmm. Is there just one door, or are we in a? Co- so you're in a corridor yeah, with a door one. straight ahead of you and a door to the north. Oh. Which way is the uh, Sister Rebel lady? Mm. That's what you're here to find out. Yes, we're going to find out. Are there any, like, um, computer systems near? Uh, there is a control panel by the door, and there is a control panel by the me- docking mechanism. You assume that must have been left open by Mary so that you can come aboard. Can I use my thieves tools to try and hack the um, the control panel? Um, you can certainly try. Um, but as soon as you place, so there's one, so which control panel are you trying to hack? The one for the docking system or one yeah. for one of the, one of the doors? Um, I guess the one for the docking system, uh, whatever looks like a more comprehensive, um, something that might be linked up to. Basically, I'm, tr- I want to see if I can't get some schematics of this ship by. Okay. Yeah. Like, breaking through the, um. Sure. We can do a, we can do a thieves hacking. tool. Um, cool. to to see if you can uh, hack into the computer systems. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, so would that be my fees tool proficiency and intelligence? Yeah, sure. Cool. So I've got a plus plus four to this bad boy. Oh, 21. Okay, well, um, oh. well, I set the, the challenge rate on that quite high, but you've absolutely smashed it. Um, so you hack into the systems yeah. and you now have um, essentially full control of the ship. You can't make it fly or move, but you can yeah, yeah. open and close doors, turn off lights, oh. stuff like that. Cool, I want open to... all doors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to do that if there's some beastie running around. Um, turn the lights on. I'll, I'll, I'll try and up... Can I upload it, or can I just do stuff from this panel? You can just do stuff from the panel. Alright, uh, I want to look at, see if there's any, like, motion sensors knocking around anywhere, like, for the ship, or any, like, and also check for, like, fire, or if there's, like, fire on any part of the ship or anything like that. Okay, um, so, uh, there, there are, um, no fires anywhere on the ship. 
Um, the ship is eerily, eerily quiet. Um, and, uh, and there are motion sensors, um, but they are, they are all completely silent apart from the Medicay Bay, um, which you now know you could get to by traveling through either path. It is to the northwest of your position. Awesome. Uh, one more thing. I want to look to see what they've got aboard this ship, what they're transporting. Yeah, uh, so you get a ship's manifesto. As Murray said, it's a battleship. It has food, medical supplies, weaponry. All right, lads, uh, take a look at the map. Uh, Zoriel, Zoriel, if you wouldn't mind memorizing this with your Astartes brain. Um... <laughs> okay, so you know from the map you've managed to gather, there are a few routes to the medical system, uh, the medical center. Um, the quickest would be to directly north until the end of um, through uh, two doors and then to a corridor down to uh, the west through two more doors or a slightly more cetaceous route would be to go to the west from your position then north west again and the, then the second door to the north yeah. okie dokie um, Zoriel can I any any recommendations on the how to proceed with this? Well, I don't think the route really matters because the ultimate aim is to kill the beast, surely, so we can have free access of the ship to gain all of its wares. So not just getting to the medical center. Isn't so what do you propose? A, a sweep of the ship, or yeah, a sweep of the ship. It's important that you now realise that Scragnar takes up the entire corridor of the ship. So if it gets to a combat situation, yeah. it, you may need to manoeuvre around or try and shoot past him, potentially hitting him if he's being attacked from the front. So we should oh, try yeah. and go into as large a rooms as possible then. We should release some light on him. Alright, um, wait. <laughs> What's our what's our marching order then? Uh, do we have two in front and then Scragnar behind, or Scragnar in front and two behind? I'm in the middle. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're squishy and you're in charge. <laughs> yeah, you're in charge, Joe. Yeah. Scragnar will do as command. He you tell us, Joe. All right, Scragnar. Yeah. I, I I imagine that the idea of not being the closest you could possibly be to the fight would be unbearable and quite frankly um, not part of our deal. So I'm, I'm, I would no. say you're probably at the front. Um, especially yeah. seen as I don't imagine you have any guns. So. <laughs> oh, I have no weapon. <laughs> okay, so do you proceed to the north or to the west? Let's go north, I guess. Okay, so... Yeah. Um, there's a control panel by the door, but it's just a simple um, open and close. So even Scragnar can operate that. So he will. Right. He will yeah. his on it. So, He'll point at it or whatever he must, must be done. So you open up into a small room here um, with another door in front of you. And um, against the left-hand wall is the corpse of a sister of battle, and against the right-hand wall is the corpse of an alien monster with a hole shot through its head. Um, one person can roll me a um, 
a nature check to see if they know what monster this is. Does anyone have a nature as a skill? I've got minus one intelligence. Oh. <laughs> I'm dumb as fuck. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> and did you have nature? I don't have nature, oh. but I'm neutral in it. I've got I'm I'm plus two intelligence. Alright, I'll, I'll roll the... I'll roll right, the... Go ahead. I'll go ahead. Natty, 20. Oh, really? Okay. So, with your natural 20, you know everything. Uh, you know not only that this is a gene stealer, uh, which is a creature that leads um, the Tyranid High Fleets, which are fleets of terrifying bug monsters that travel through space, eating everything in front of them. The Gene Stealers are the first vanguard. You know, also this is a Gene Stealer of High Fleet Kraken, the largest and most dangerous of all High Fleets. Um, and with your natural 20, you also know that this is a new area to find High Fleet Kraken in. Um, they've never been seen in this sector before. And as he's leading the vanguard, there may be more to come. Oh Bloody natural 20s have to give you away so much plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, remind me, Gene Stealers, would anyone be at risk? It's not like a whole... Um, if you get scratched, do you, do you get impregnated with their eggs? No. They'd have to no, um, pin you down and insert their proboscis down into your stomach to lay an egg inside you, inside your womb. And as none of you have wombs, you are safe from being infected by gene stealers. Yeah. Oh shit, but this bird's living doesn't. Yeah, but, which, but that doesn't mean that they won't try and eat you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It also doesn't. We're also on board. I might like to point it out on a ship full of women. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might we might need to start um, performing some abortions, boys. She said there's just a <laughs> one anyway, didn't she? So I think we can take one. Uh, in June. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, um, does Joe know, do you know the incubation period? Yeah, do I know the incubation? With a natural twenty, he knows um, everything. I'm not, um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trained in. Just, just so to give you an out, I'm. I'm not actually proficient in the skill. I just natural twenties though. I'm giving you everything. Right. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> stuff you could easily Google anyway. <laughs> but the um, so when the gene stealer impregnates a woman, um, it uh, basically creates an embryo inside them. So the gestation period would be like the normal sort of six to nine months of a human child being born. And when it's born, it's born as like a half breed between a gene stealer and a human that would pass as a human, but it has a psychic connection to um, the tyrannist that sent it. And it then tries to institute a cult around the, uh, around the Tyranids on a planet, so that when they come, they've already taken over the planet for anyone before they wow. even set foot on it. That's um, I'll just I'm just going to shoot the gene stealer in the head of a las my las pistol just to make sure, and mm-hmm. um, keep a fair bit of this back and just be like. Um, just relay basically the bits about mm-hmm. don't don't just watch out they're yeah. dangerous and uh, any women are going to have to be put into quarantine um, that we find okay so you have another drawer ahead of like... you would you like to open it and find out what's ahead of you 
So you open the door. And you all need to roll an initiative immediately as you see a gene stealer hulking over a barricade in front of you, about to charge into combat. So Aurelius rolled pretty highly with his initiative, getting a 19. However, the gene stealer, being a very quick and nimble beast, rolled a 22. So he runs forward and attacks Scragnar. Let's see what he's got. So he tries to bite at you with his terrifying jaws. And he rolls terribly. He gets a 13. Does that hit? Oh, it doesn't hit. Okay, so he bites you and uh, nothing happens. It bounces straight off your thick hide. And now it is a relic. Cool. Um, So I'm going to quickly kind of issue a command to um to uh um Olin and just like shotgun at seven o'clock and um also oh, use my <laughs> twelve well you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not really paying attention I'm looking just over the time the time yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as well. I use I use my trace <laughs> battle language then to issue you some like yeah. helpful okay. commands. You'll got advantage cool, cool, of your next cool. attack. Um, as my bonus action. Oh yes, Ooh, yes, class features. And then I'm going to use my main action to also give um, uh, to kind of pop around and like firing my last pistol, like just n- not super effectively, but just like to kind of like distract the gene stealer and offer it that gives advantage to Rob on his next uh his next act uh, I'm attacking it. I get advantage to attack it. So okay. Advantage, basically. Yeah. So Olin yeah. is next. Um, Olin, yeah, is going to level his shotgun over the shoulder of this giant fruit man and shoot uh, Gene Stealer in the face. Okay. Uh, so you are a skilled shot. Um, Scragnar is in your way. If you roll really badly, you will hit him. Just so you're aware. Eleven is a miss. Um, shielded by Scragnar's large body, the Gene Stealer is. Not um, completely unharmed, but the buck shots from the shotgun scatter off his armour, causing no real damage. And now we have um, Scragnar himself. Oh, after being... Uh, he, he's thrown this beast off. He will attempt to uh, give it a left hook first. I got advantage. Do I get advantage on both of my attacks? It's just the first yeah. one. Yeah, you got advantage right. fight hitting this guy. That's a 17 hit. 17 is a hit. So that's 5 for the first attack. Mm-hmm. So the first one is just a, just a left hook to the head. And then the second attack. Okay, well that's an 18. And that's 8 bits of damage with oh. the second hit. Which is a <laughs> okay, so... You you can see that you've badly damaged this creature in your flurry of blows, and now we what go on. What colour is its blood? Purple, of course. It's an alien. Um, Purple. Cool. So then we go on to Zoriel. What's my vision like around? So you can see him clearly, but uh, Scragnar is kind of in the way. So if you roll really badly, you're going to hit him. But as your movement, you could move to like you, through um, the door, right? Because you, as long as you don't end the movement on someone, you can like yeah. be running round them. 
Yeah, so you could space to the right. You could move up and stand next to the gene stealer on its left. How tall is the sea? Um, uh, as a space marine, it's not much taller than you. Okay. I'll just try and shoot. Well, have you got a bolter then? Mm-hmm. Bolter and chainsaw. Twelve. Twelve is a miss, but not bad enough to hit Scragnar. Um, so now we pass back round to the gene stealer, and. Terrified by the blows of Scragnar and his large intimidating frame, he uses the disengage action to jump onto the ceiling and scuttle into a vent, and he disappears. On my turn, I want to yeah. run up to the vent to see if I can see him as he's fleeing. Okay, so I'd say we're out of combat now, so just... Um, you can, oh. everything's free actions, but you can, you can, you can run up there and you can roll me a, uh, perception. 16 plus 1, 17. Jesus Christ, Joe. Uh, I know, I'm actually bossing it. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, um, so he, um, so the vent's pretty small and you know he's mm. gone immediately to the west of your position. Never need training. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I, I'm gonna take out my last pistol. I'm just gonna start blasting. <laughs> it's gonna blast where, where yeah. the vents are, where he would be scuttling along to. I'm so try and, I don't know if that'll be effective through the doors or. But. So, um, so you can reach. You can just about reach your last pistol up um, to yeah. shoot through the direction he went. Uh, you can yeah. roll me an attack with disadvantage as he scuttles right. away. Can I lift him up so he can see properly? Um. <laughs> I, no, I don't think it's going to matter. Not enough time. Uh, is a is a is a six enough? No. Okay, so you have a small barricade. You can see that the rage is starting to build in Skagnar as well. The rage is starting to build. So um, none of you will be able to fit up into this vent. You're too big, um, especially not Skagnar. Um, so you have a small barricade in front of you um, that you can easily climb over, maybe stagnant over a little more, more difficulty than anybody else. And then to the left, you have another door. How big is this barricade? I've oh, half to just to rip it down. Um, okay, so uh, for you, for most people, it would be sort of just below chest height. For you, it's more like knee height. Scragnar, okay. be a deer and put that barricade in the... Uh... In the vets, would you? Don't want this thing coming behind us or boarding our our, our ship. Uh, yes. Yeah, so can I just do roll, that? Roll me an athletics. Athletics. Okay. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I got plus seven to this. As long as I roll well. I'm, I'm giving you. I'm going to use my um, bonus action, my my perk, to give you advantage on it as well. Okay. Well, that's, that's a all right. Okay. I should look to see if that's actually part of my class. Um, I rolled seven both times, so fourteen. Okay. Um, so with a with a fourteen uh, and your large size, you can lift this up and jam it into the vents. You're not sure it's entirely stable though, so you might need to move quickly past it. So I suggest you go well, through I'll, that I'll next door it. as quickly as possible. <laughs> I'll hold it up while everybody squeezes through. Okay. Open it up for me, William. 
Um, so only you open the door. Um, you come across a scene of absolute bloodshed. There's another door straight ahead of you, but in between that, there is um, four dead sisters and six dead gene sealers all lying in various states of dismemberment around the room. Jesus, it's uh, as bad as the workhouse. If they have any useful equipment. Yeah. Uh, roll me an investigation. Being the survivalist. Uh, uh, investigation. Sure thing, Batman. Skagnock just Hmm. 16 is very good. Um, so you, you search the, the sisters and, um, you find that they all have a bolter and a chainsword on them. However, all of these bolters are locked I'm going to... to their DNA, uh, but you have plenty of ammunition that you could collect and sell. You could sell the bolts as well, and maybe with Aurelis's yeah. um, sneaky skills, you could persuade people that they're, they're usable. A bolter shells valuable? I mean, a bolter is a pretty rare weapon outside of the Astartes, and you think of it as quite a common thing, because the Astartes have them, or the Space Marines, but um, in reality, across the Imperium, a bolter is quite a rare weapon. It's just given to the Astartes, because they're the Elite warriors of the Imperium. All right, well, I'll earmark it. I don't want to carry around a load of bolters or anything. Okay, so you have rooms here. Yep. So I'm assuming Scragnar wants to quickly. Scragnar will call out. Yeah, he's got to move in and he's got to say to them, uh, crush the bug skulls to make sure they are not sleeping. Crush that removing head. Oh, watching uh, Scragnar just and uh, stomping on skulls and yeah. then the, the iron boots of a, of a space marine kind of doing it all in kind of like uh, halberding another one to the skull okay so we have another door in front of you do you want to proceed who's going to open, open the door Scragnar be a dear okay so Scragnar <laughs> opens up and you come to a crossroads. Um, to the north, you know from the schematics you gained earlier, is uh, the, the landing bay, uh, where they have their drop pods, so they can descend to planets and wage war. Um, to the south are the bowels of the ship, and you know directly to the west of here, straight ahead of you, is the Medicaid bay. Um, I would like to pop into the drop pod room quickly and... Um, make sure all of the pods are present. Okay. Uh, so, Scragnar, are you going to open the door? Yeah. Uh, there are five symbols on your map. They each represent a drop pod. They're all in place. Nothing has left. Can I get on the system again? Is there, like, some sort of um, a control panel where I can log back in like yeah. I was before and just try and lock these uh, drop yeah, pods? Absolutely. Like, yeah. prevent any... Do me a thieves, thieves Tools with advantage, as you've already had this system one time, but you're going from a new console. Well, first roll was a 19 and second was a 2, so I'll take the 19. Yeah, yeah. That's so, 23. Yeah, so you, yeah. Again, again, rolling ridiculously, you have locked all the drop pods. Uh, the, you've changed the launch sequence and made it absolute gibberish, so no one will be able to use it. Excellent. Um Right, uh, all done here, boys. Okay, you want to move on to the 
the Medicaid room. Yeah. All speed ahead. Skragnar, you going to open the door? Yep, Skragnar opens the door. So you open the door, and you see this young woman stood in the middle of the room. And first she sees Skragnar and goes, Oh my god, they brought an even larger monster! <laughs> yes, yes we did. <laughs> uh, uh, who, whose voice was that? I, I heard you on the Vox before. Yes, you did. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, um, Scragnar, check on the woman. Oh, no, actually not Scragnar. <laughs> Olin, uh, check on the woman, will you? And I kind of like signal to you to be like, her, make sure she's, yeah, check, check her. Uh, like, yeah. make sure she's, do bodyguard stuff, make sure she's clean, make sure she's I like. I grab her by the throat and no, I just. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. I give her a good look over and make sure she's not concealing anywhere. Uh, roll me a, a crazy eye look or anything. Roll me an insight. Uh, can I roll an insight mm, as well? Uh, you yeah. can, as you as you directed him, you can do an assist. So if you pass, he gets advantage. Okay. Okay. Well, I've got like a plus. I think I've got plus five to the insight. Yeah, I've got plus five. So you roll first, and then. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Natty one. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Olin, roll me a insight on this this young lady. Insight. Okay, so I got plus three. I got fourteen. Okay, so fourteen. Um, she's not trying to hide anything from you, so it was a pretty easy check. And you know, she's she has no weapons. She's she is what she says she is. She's she's just a nurse, basically. She's safe, sir. Uh, apologies for the for the rude inspection, milady, but never can be too careful. Um, if you wouldn't mind assisting uh, my my dear Scragnar here and covering the metal school supplies, so we might bring them aboard our ship and uh, get out of this uh, monster infested hellhole. That must appreciate it. Uh, I, I suppose that makes sense. Yes, it does, dear. I issued the order. Uh, so. <laughs> Scragnar moves into the room, and then now he's moved, yeah. she can see behind him where Zoriel stands further back. Oh, you're one of the Emperor's angels. Ah, oh, thank you so much. I'm truly blessed that you've come to rescue me. Wish I had that way with wooden. And she's greeted by silence. Okay, so after a few minutes, you... Um, have gathered up all the medical supplies. Scragnar, if you're the one who's doing the searching, roll me a d6. Two. Okay, so you find find two functional uh, Medicaid packs that can give you uh, 2d4 plus 2 standard health potion, Dungeons and Dragons um, health pack. I throw them both to Arenas. I I catch them. Yeah. It says with confidence. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they're Medicaid packs. Just... They're not traditional potions, so if they do fall on the floor, it's not a big issue. So I'm guessing you want to so leave here post haste. Are you going to leave the way you came? Um, we we had some talks about blowing the ship up, didn't we? Um, my my lord, if if I might say, um, what are we talking about scanning it? This is- 
I think it's probably for the best if you do destroy this place. So I've heard of what gene sealers can do to people, and I, I, I fear that even if one is left alive, it's probably best that we dispose of him. Couldn't um, agree more. Scan this lady. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to. Uh, when you get her aboard the ship, then uh, you have your own medical facilities to scan her. That's <laughs> the bug touch you, woman. Yeah, that's the bug touch you, woman. And the bug touch you. The bad bug touch you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you show us on the doll. He's a simple guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a simple guy. What do you expect? She, she looks up at Scragnar quite nervously and says, No, I, I, I never got close to them. Like I said, I'm a healer, right? Just stay back. Trusted in my faith in the Emperor. I don't trust this lady. Um, Alright. So as far as I see, we have two ways of proceeding. One, we find the engine room and plant some demolitions. Two, we get to the Forge world and see if they don't have any interplanetary missiles to blow this bastard out of the sky. Now, I've been not been much for having faith in other people in my line of work, so I suggest maybe we attempt this former. Okay, um, as you're having this conversation, the door to the south that you didn't open, which Zoriel is stood nearby, you hear a banging and a scratching against it. It's just the creature, isn't Friends it? of yours? Um, I, I, I don't think my sisters would make a sound like that. Okay, then, um, let's just keep moving to the end of the room. Zoriel, any, 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 look like what well, you wanted to say something. So, seeing as the creature can move around to the fence, it might be better off just killing it now. Direct approach. Scragnar, what do you think about kill them now? Kill the bug. <laughs> kill the bug. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right, battle formation, people. Come Hurry. on, woman. Stand Hurry. by me. I'm going to prepare two help actions, one on Scragnar, the other one this time on him. Um, on a, a Zoran. Oh, Zoriel, sorry. Someone has to take the action to open the door, which will have to be Zoriel or Scragnar. Scragnar's big. <laughs> he takes up a lot of the map. Scragnar's a big boy. Olin can ready an attack action with a shotgun, no problem. Uh, Aurelius is ready two help actions. Zoriel. I'll and... help the two people who are not opening the door. Okay, so Zoriel. Scragnar's got to open the door. So Zoriel, you're ready an attack with your chainsword? Um, can I do it with the bolter? Yeah, of course. Okay, so Scragnar, you open the door, and the Gene Sealer is right in front of you. As you've readied attack actions, um, you get to attack straight away as he's styled by opening the, opening the door. Uh, I'm immune to um, I'm, I'm I'm immune to altitude sickness. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right so Zoriel, you go first. Advantage, baby. Hit him, baby. 13. With fire and steel. 13 is a miss. Um, so With we, advantage. Yeah. yeah. So we go Come on, on to Aurelius, who's already used his action to help. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Olin, who hopefully can do something to this beast. So uh, Olin, fire your shotgun. Fire my shotgun, all right. Advantage. Is a 12 enough? Nope. 12 is a miss. So now we're going to oh. an initiative order. I'm really inaccurate with this. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I promise it won't be all cramped corridors. It's just this first uh, exploration. Uh, so now Zoriel gets to go again. 
That's a hit. That's better. I rolled double eight last time. <laughs> so I get an extra D8 damage because of the range of them. 14 damage. Okay, uh, so uh, your first shot went wide as you were aiming at the opening door. But with the second shot, you find a target and you blow the creature's head off. It's just dead. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I was just thinking what a cool thing yeah, I have to do easy. next. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Gore sprays across Scragnar and Zoriel as the genius's head explodes. And as far as you know, you now have free reign of the ship. As far as you know. Yeah, from Scagn- one of those beasties. Scragnar's gonna laugh. <laughs> so is your destination now the engine room? Yeah. Yeah. Is there any way we can scan the ship from aboard the ship to make sure it's the only one in? Uh, I've already um, closed the vent for so, I've already accessed the main panel, didn't I? And I couldn't see anything. Yeah, motion sensors show what about nothing. closing the vent? Can you do that? Uh, I mean, there are vents all across the ship. It can, uh, Genius Leader can rip them open and drop down whenever it wants to. Um, it seems a shame to get rid of this entire ship. Just, just when people change the uh, well, but, is it is it more luxurious and is it better or worse than my ship? It has more guns, it doesn't have any nice dining rooms, and it's smaller. Oh, well, it's shit then, isn't it? Um, so Point in it, blow it up. You know that the, the engine room is to the southwest. Would you like to proceed there? Yeah. Okay. We're, um, we're part of the Imperium, throwing resources away as our MO. So you... Yeah. You proceed to the engine room without any event. Once you arrive there, um, you now need to set up some way of blowing it up. How do you do this? I have melted bombs. Okay. So can I use those? Of course you can. Well, you can work together as a party to do this. So if you all roll me an investigation to see if you can find an area of the engine room that will... Um, that will blow up the ship be on a party roll you all, you need to average more than a 10 as a group alright let's I go try and 20. average more than you got a natural 20, roll a D20. Yeah. D20. I have also yeah. just got a natural 20 I got a 4 ok scrag now with <laughs> predictable predictable skill levels at this task. Yeah. I mean, I've got it. It's not rolling good. What did you... What did you roll, Zoria? You got... Sorry? Okay, so uh, you boss the group check to find um, appropriate areas, and with two natural 20s, you definitely find the perfect areas to set up these bombs and prime them to give you just enough time to leave the ship. Um, which I'm assuming you do now. Yeah. Okay, cool. Go back the way we came, closing doors behind us. Okay, so you... We kept the belt around that we found. Yeah. So you board your inter-battleship, smaller ship, and as you pull away, you see the engine room explode, and then a chain of explosions go down the ship. (laughs) It is a a wrecked hulk in space. Excellent. And the theme music plays. (laughs) 